BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We just had a discussion earlier about um, doctors experiencing burnout at rates um, much higher than we've seen in our country in a long time because of the pandemic. Now we're going to switch gears and talk about mental health and psychologists. And that's another situation um, that's causing problems in our country. Um, more patients than they can treat, basically, is what it comes down to. Right across the country, there's a real shortage of um, psychologists at a time when more Canadians, obviously, are seeking mental health therapy than we've seen perhaps ever before. Joining us now to talk about this, we have Dr. Hoyan Lor. Dr. Lor is a certified therapist in cognitive behavior therapy. Doctor, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me. This situation, now you're in Toronto, but uh, you know, as I said, this is right across the country, and I know for a fact that it's a situation uh, here in Alberta as well. Um, huge waiting list, right? I mean, just a huge demand for psychologists, more than can be handled. Yes, that's exactly what's uh, happening. I would say that's, uh, that existed way before the uh, pandemic. And uh, when, when, I was, when I was in, uh, in, uh, I'm in Toronto now, but before the pandemic, there was a shortage of psychologists. When people want to uh, speak with the psychologist, they usually had to wait for like a month or two, yeah. most likely. And pandemic just makes things worse. How how bad is it? I mean, is it, have we ever seen a situation like this before? Like you say, I mean, typically a month, something like that. What are we at now and what's the worst you've seen prior to this? Well, so I think now there's a process actually. So in the beginning of the pandemic, which was like two years ago, uh, when the pandemic just happened, actually our volume got down, uh, as, in, as at least in private practice, uh, because a lot of people, they were in lockdown and it was new for them. They were not sure about how long it would last. And also they were not sure about their finance, their jobs. So actually in the first couple of months, not a lot of people called us. But as the spring and summer came in, and a lot of people realized that, oh, it's going to take longer than they thought. And also things are more certain than they thought. And they started to reach out, and they soon uh, recovered to the previous level. And now I would say uh, for a lot of my colleagues, in, at least in downtown Toronto area, their wait list like, is like a month or two. And sometimes, uh, sometimes this is for private practice. If it's for the public mental health system, it can take like about six months or even eight months. Um, how did the pandemic contribute to all of this? I mean, is it just an increase in demand, or has it also had an impact on the way that the psycho- psychologists have been doing business? Have, have some left? I mean, w- how did the pandemic play into this whole situation? Well, it's both. So for pandemic okay. itself, uh, so a lot of people really experience a lot of anxiety and depression because they experience a lot of pandemic-related stress, like lockdown. Uh, we are human beings. We are not born to being getting stuck inside. Yeah. And also they struggle with a lot of financial problems. And in the meantime, they have to perform a lot of life duties. For example, a lot of people, they need to take care of their kids. But kids cannot go to school or uh, daycare. So they have to deal with that kind of stuff. And also there's a surge of anti-Asian racism. So all those kind of stresses coming combined together, and people just experience a little bit more uh, psychological stress. Actually, there's a research, uh, new research by 
uh, the Angus Reid Institute, in partnership with CBC, they say 54% of Canadian, Canadian... BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And said their mental health has worsened yeah. during the past two years, with women significantly feel worse than men. So that being said, we had a shortage of psychologists already, and... They are suffering more because of the pandemic. The demand is higher, so that causes so much trouble with this whole thing. Yeah, it's kind of a perfect storm. You mentioned, you know, how much it's gone up. What about with young people, you know, uh, with adolescents, with teens, with uh, young adults? I know that they've also had to deal with a lot of stress and a lot of pressure. Are you seeing an increase in numbers there, too? Well, I'm pretty sure there's an increase in numbers there, uh, but uh, unfortunately, I don't work with adolescents and kids, yeah. so I, I'm not the best person to okay. comment on that particular piece. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, you mentioned, you know, we saw what happened during the pandemic, and now, like, as I said in an earlier interview, okay, the pandemic isn't over, that's not what I'm saying, but we're at least in a lull right now, and we're in a different phase of it, whatever you want to call it, but that doesn't mean that, you know, the stress and the anxiety is going away for some people. I was reading a survey that says there's a lot of anxiety still out there. Um, more than half of Canadians worried about, who knows, variants or COVID hanging around for years. So this will be an ongoing issue for, for years to come for your field, right? Increased stress. Well, I definitely agree because uh, our human brain is not like a light switch. You switch on, and when things are going on, you switch off when things yeah. are over. Our human brain doesn't work that way. So for this two-year lockdown and uh, coping with COVID, they can have some longer-term uh, impacts on people's mental health, like some chronic stress can lead to suppression of the immune system, sleep disruptions, anxiety, depression, and emotional dysregulation. So with that being said, it's going to take a while for people to fully recover, but there's no reason to be pessimistic because opportunities always lie within risks. People are resilient. And for this pandemic, what I have observed is that this is actually can be a good opportunity for a lot of people to reflect on what really matters to them. Like, for example, some people, they feel like oh, previously what matters to them in job in Korea is like, oh, they want to make a lot of money. But now they start to have a little bit different idea. Yeah, Maybe yeah. money is not the most important thing. 
Yeah, a little bit of a reset for sure. Uh, got this from a listener, and I was going to ask you anyway. I'm saying shortage. Well, this isn't news. Mental health supports have been inadequate, inadequate since the dawn of human existence. Certainly, we're more aware of it now that people actually care about mental health, but the problem has always existed. And I'm wondering, the pandemic exposed weaknesses and shortages in all kinds of different industries and professions all around the world. Is this another example where under the stress of the pandemic, we realize that we're really very inadequate in dealing with mental health and having the supports available? Well, that's exactly. Uh, I think the pandemic really just uh, makes things, make people, like you said, make people more aware yeah. of that they have the need in the first place. And when they have the need, when they want to reach out, then that's the point they realize that, oh, it's so hard to get this type of services, even in private practice, even means that they have to pay out of the pocket. They still get a list. That's the point, like, they really realize that how bad the situation is. And the good thing is that the government and the insurance companies, they are doing some work to make things a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you had time to join us and, and shed a little light on this, Doctor. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Yeah, you too.